Hello and welcome to the Talk Strategy to Me podcast, where I deliver bite-sized chunks of strategic information that you can implement in your business. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different to last week because Adam Masori, the head of Instagram, has dropped some epic bombs last week of information and I just need to share them with you because they will just help you exponentially in your business and I want to explain them to you in an easy way for you to understand. If you don't follow him on Instagram and this is the type of information that you love, I highly suggest that you jump over and follow him. His Instagram handle is at M-O-S-S-E-R-I. Let's jump straight in. One of the questions that he received was asking, how do you determine what reels you show in my feed? Now, I don't know about you, but what I see in my personal feed and what I see in my business feed are completely different. Probably a good thing. He explained this as the whole point of the feed is to try and find the very best things on Instagram that you might be the most interested in and connect you with those. So we try to show you reels if you're interested in reels, ones that you're going to find entertaining, funny, or are going to help you connect with friends. Now, what I take away from that is that your content strategy should be really, really clear and specific that it is entertaining, funny, and connect worthy. Do you think at the moment your content does any of those three things? That's just something for you to reflect on. The next question was asked, is there an optimal length for reels, stories, and feed videos? And he commented and replied that there is no silver bullet, but he has found on his own Instagram account, as well as the overall data, that shorter videos tend to do better, but every audience is different. So you have to try and see what works with the people who follow you. And to be really honest with you, I loved this. This made me grin because if you're just trying to copy what someone else has done and implement exactly what someone else has done because it worked for them, so it should work for me, you're going to fall short. We know that Instagram is now favoring original content, but he has now explained that the type of content that gets shown in people's feeds is entertaining, funny, and share and save worthy, but it will come down to the audience. So if you're creating content that is just a replication of what someone else has done and there's no real thought behind it, do my audience actually want to see this? Well, if they don't, they're not going to engage with it. So then it's not going to be shown to the rest of your audience. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that our audience strategy is on point. We want to make sure that the content that we are creating for our audience is hitting all those marks. It's entertaining. It is funny. It is save and share worthy. And it really hits the mark and it's original content. It's not just a replication of what someone else has done because it worked for them. Instead, think about the length of the video. Think about, is it capturing their attention? Is this something that they actually want to see? Or is it something that I want to see? Because if it's something that I want to see, then I maybe need to think about my audience strategy because 
I'm not creating content for myself. I don't know about you, but I do love watching my reels back and going, hmm, that's a really good piece of content, Carly. Well done. But the thing is, if it doesn't perform well, then I sit there and I go, okay, so how could I have made this better? Why aren't my audience engaging with this? I thought that this was really good and useful content for them. And that's where really knowing your audience is so important because if it's not hitting the mark for them, it's not going to generate the interest. So really think about that. It's just important to really make sure that the content that we're creating isn't for you, it is for your audience. Now, his next question asks was, should small businesses use Reels more? And just quietly, I love this answer. So he said, not necessarily. He said, I think whether you're a business or a creator or just anybody, you should be using Instagram based on what you want to get out of it. Maybe you want to discover cool stuff. Maybe you want to tell a story. And maybe if you want to tell stories, videos is the right way to do it, but maybe it's not. So again, it really comes back to what you want to do. If you hate the idea of using reels, then why are you using them? However, the flip of this is if your audience are engaging more often with reels, then maybe it is worthwhile looking at how you can integrate a reel, even if it's just once or twice a week, into your content strategy, particularly if that's how they're engaging. But if you find that you're getting more engagement on your stories where you can share and talk to the camera in a more authentic manner, then maybe do that instead if reels just aren't your thing. And When we talk about reels, we're not just talking about the dancing in front of the camera or pointing randomly. You can talk to the camera as well, just like you do in stories and explain a point. You now have 90 seconds to do so when you're in reels. And if you're over on TikTok, some accounts have up to 10 minutes. So really think about how you can use explainer videos to the best of your advantage, because There's a whole world that is open right there. And while you may be like, oh, I really don't want to use a reel, I do hate to say that a lot more people are engaging with them more predominantly. So again, this will come back to your audience strategy. Is that how people are engaging with your content or do they prefer carousels? Because if they prefer carousels, keep doing carousels. If they prefer a static image with a really nice long caption, then do that. But do keep in mind that changes to the Instagram layout may be happening. He was then asked, is it better to do reels rather than other posts for reach? And I think this really, really builds on what we were just talking about. This was his reply. It depends on who follows you and what they're interested in. So if you're a photographer, probably not. It's probably best to post photos. However, if you're a comedian and you make funny, short videos, then reels might be your thing. And again, I think this really, really comes back to the type of content that you want to create, as well as the type of content that your audience want to digest. I think he's really hit the nail on the head here in that if you are really, really mindful of your audience strategy and your content strategy, when you merge the two together, you're going to create this epic, amazing thing and the results are just going to happen because how you show up will be more authentic to you 
it'll mean that it's much more relatable to what they want to see as well. Okay. And the last question, he was asked, what's the timing for the full screen posts? If you haven't heard that Instagram is trying to look just like TikTok, then you've been under a bit of a rock. It was something that was dropped, I want to say a couple of weeks ago, and the user experience just doesn't look like it's there. The the fact that carousels are so hard to scroll through, the caption itself is white text, which is then appearing over the video directly, and it becomes really hard to read. So those of you that write those long and lengthy captions, they will almost be obsolete if this is the way that it goes. So he was asked this question and I was honestly really happy with his response because it made me breathe a sigh of relief. He said, it's going to be a while. We've done a couple of tests. It's not feeling great. It's not doing right by photos. The confusion between carousels and going through the feed is also something we need to work through. So lots more designing to do and more durations to come. Now, that sounds so promising because it means that they really want to make sure that these changes that they make to Instagram won't affect the user experience. That at the end of the day, they still want to make sure that photos and carousels still have a place in our feeds and they don't become lost within the feed because of all these videos that we're being seen. And I think it just really hit the nail on the head in that sometimes things do take time and there's nothing wrong with change, but I think it's really important and valuable to make sure that the changes that they are making are what everyone does want to see. And I think they're going about this the right way. Even though I don't really like the look of it, TikTok's TikTok we all know what's the point in trying to copy someone. And in all honesty, that's what it feels like. It feels like they're just trying to copy TikTok. And I'm not a fan of that at all. But I really like that they are taking this time to make sure that carousels can continue being carousels and have a place within our feeds because that information that we share in carousels can be so valuable. People love carousels because it's easier to read when it's on the text, on the screen, as opposed to trying to read the caption. And at the end of the day, we want that user experience to stay there. Fingers crossed that this whole process of moving to a different layout takes longer than we expected. And that as we continue to see these changes, that the user experience is maintained and almost honoured as these changes start happening more frequently. What did we get from all of this? You need to have an audience strategy and a content strategy. Now, I am going to explain to you the best way to go about getting an audience strategy in this episode Tune in to next week's episode where I dive much further into content strategy with you. But audience, let's talk about it. What you want to do is you want to essentially create an avatar or two, maybe even three, and you want to create minor segments of your ideal audience. So for example, for me, 
I have small business owners who want to outsource, but then I also have a large range of VAs and social media managers who follow me. To give you a really clear idea of what that means for my content strategy is that I need to make sure that I'm presenting information in a clear and concise way that small business owners can understand, but also that VAs and other social media managers can get benefit from and use for their own clients as well. Because the content that I create is helpful, informative, and educational. That's at the core of everything that I create. I want to make sure that there is purpose behind what I give you So that way you can go and implement it straight away. What I then do is I look at the needs for these people. So they need how-to information. They need step-by-step guides. They need it written in a way that doesn't contain any of the marketing jargon that will just leave them feeling confused. Instead, I want to clearly outline it all for them and make sure that they know exactly how to make this work for their own business or for their clients. And then what I love doing is I love really looking at the type of content pillars that are going to come through based on my audience strategy. Now, some people love creating a little avatar and explaining, this is Brittany, she's 23, she's a mum of two, There is nothing wrong with doing that. And I actually love doing that. That's something that I do for my clients and I love it because it means that I can get an almost visual picture of who I'm speaking to. And at the end of the day, I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Today, what I want you to do is sit down and work out who are you predominantly speaking to. Look through your insights whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever platform you're on, look at the age of the people that are predominantly following you and then dive a little bit deeper. Are they male? Are they female? And then whereabouts do they live in within Australia? Are they overseas? If there is a large portion that is in, for example, Sydney, but you're like, oh, that probably is just family and it's a bit skewed, then that's completely fine, but we need to look at this sort of data and we need to really assess where they're coming from. And then what we need to do is we need to look at our ideal client or customer and we need to look at it from that perspective. So again, I mentioned who my ideal customer or client is. You need to think about that perspective and then see if who currently follows you fits in to those personas that you have just detailed. Once you have done that, you will have a much more clear idea of who you're targeting. So for example, if you have a predominantly large number of people who follow you who are under 25, then video content will probably be the the type of content that they want to consume. However, if you have a lot of people that are in their 40s and 50s that are consuming your content, they're probably going to be more concerned with carousels or static images, or they're probably actually going to hang out in your stories more often than not. And that is just a generalization. That is not a hard and fast rule, but you need to get to know your audience and then dive in a little bit further. Look at the content of yours that has been performing really, really well in terms of getting follows and engagement. So you can look at this on Instagram as well as through Business Suite. It's all free for insights. 
and really, really look at it from that perspective and go, okay, so this post did really, really well. Why did this post do well? What is it about this post that performed well? And on some of the posts, you'll be able to see the breakdown of the audience who have engaged with it as well, which is super handy. Were they already following you? Were they not following you? All those little things. That's what I really like to do with my audience strategy. I like to pull it apart and really look at what type of content they're loving. And then I can start creating the personas from there. I hope you found this episode super valuable. As always, be sure to follow or subscribe depending on what platform you're on because talk strategy to me is going to be epic for your business.